0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the podcast. Um, In this podcast here, um, I got a few things that we're going to review, such as signs of a cooling housing market, um, cost increases, cancellations, and price listing cuts throughout the nation. Um, I'll get into a couple specific examples of um, data points over each topic that I just said. And all the topic points will have to do with week over week changes, month over month changes, and year over year changes. So as we get into it, everybody knows that over the last 12 to 24 months, um, real estate prices, they have gone up a lot um, by a a very large amount, especially in certain areas of the country. And um, obviously inflation and trends with inflation um, don't help that at all. Sometimes people think that home builders and and sellers are just jacking up the prices and to a certain degree um people are right about that there but let's let's take a look at um, home builders because home builders account for a very large amount of all the new properties and homes that are sold throughout the course of the year um at any given point if we just take right now for example new home builders have 2 million permits pulled for future homes being built in this country. Um, And that'll be built over the next 12 months. So um, at any given time, you have 2 million new homes entering the market over a 12 month period by new home builders, who again, people think are responsible for jacking up the prices. And again, to a certain point, people are right in that regards right there. But if we look at cost increases and if we look at Certain things from the perspective of a home builder who's creating and buying the land and buying the raw materials to build those homes. If we look at ReadyMix for concrete, that's up 11% over the last 12 months. Um, gypsum products used in drywall is up 20% year over year. Steel prices have doubled since January 2021. Freight transportation costs are up 40% since May 2020. Water transportation costs are up 52% since May 2020. Asphalt and tar are both up 22% year over year. So all of your major goods that go into the purchase, that go into the construction process of a new home, are up that much since either year over year or since 2020. The only thing that I was able to actually come across that was down, um, in which it's a major product going into a new home, um, that was lumber future prices. Um, As of of July 31st, lumber future prices are at $526, which is down from $1,600 just a few months ago. So that's the first thing I've seen um, where I'm like, hey, obviously they build houses mostly out of wood. And one of those main core products is is starting to drop and come down a lot. Um, We spoke a little bit about that on the last podcast. And it's a good sign that certain core raw materials that go into the building of a new home, one of them is, is starting to cool down and come down. But when you look at Cost increases over the last 12 to 24 months. A lot of these builders, the things that they have to purchase in bulk, the things that they really have to go out and get, those prices have all come up. So it's been a lot harder on builders to turn around and build homes and then discount them at like, let's, t- let's take your average home in Jacksonville, Florida, um, three, four years ago. New, new home, three, four bedrooms, you could probably get it for about $275,000 from Leonard or D.R. Horton. Right now, 400000 500000 in some cases, 550000 600000 A lot of that is just due to raw material prices continuing to come up. And as those prices come down, as the Fed keeps increasing interest rates, that's, uh, that's gonna be a time where a lot of buyers are going to be very interested in coming back in. So when we, when we take a, a viewpoint of that right there, and we look at the cost to building homes and, and what builders have been going through right there, um, other signs of a cooling market, um, cancellations. If, if we take a look at cancellations, Um, this is something that I would consider to be a, a leading indicator of a market that has gone up really high over the last 12, 24 months. The market's gone up a lot, um, in all areas of the country, not just people leaving certain areas of the country to get to, um, areas in the South, the Southwest, the Midwest, which were your pandemic buying hotspots. If we look at, um, cancellations, that's something that I consider to be a, a very leading indicator in in a market throughout the U.S. The the, the whole U.S. had become a a rallying market, a market that's gone up no no matter where you were. When we look at cancellations, um, if we look at June, um, for the month of June, cancellations were up across the nation. Um, Specifically, Sacramento, 20%. San Diego, 20%. Atlanta, 22%. Tampa, 24%, Phoenix, 24%, Orlando, 24%, Jacksonville, 25%, and Las Vegas, Nevada, 27%. So what that means is in all of those cities, if somebody went under contract, there's a 25% chance in that city that someone is going to cancel on that home. And that's real data. That's not a what-if data. That's, That's the that's the MLS saying that of all, we'll use Jacksonville as an example. In June, 25% of mortgage contracts that were created end up being canceled by the end of the sale. These numbers are starkly up when compared to 12 months ago. A lot of reasons why is because people are starting to sense that homes are overvalued and prices are gonna fall. So if you're somebody that bought a home Um, Let's say you're somebody that bought a new construction home six, seven, eight, nine months ago when demand was super high and supply was super low. There's a chance you bought a home that was under construction that got delayed a few times or you bought a dirt lot having a home built there. All of a sudden, months have gone by and you're getting much closer to the end of the home buying purchase and you're getting ready to move in. And you realize that home you bought for $500,000 or $400,000 might only be worth now $475,000 or $360,000 because the market's cooling a little bit and people are realizing those homes might not be worth as much. A lot of people are backing out and canceling right now. And that's why we see a city like Jacksonville, Florida with 25% cancellations. Um, Las Vegas in June had 27% of people cancel. Um, you're, you're getting into a interest rate environment where a lot of people were getting interest rates in the two percents, the three percents, the four percents. Now a lot of people are getting interest rates in the fives, the sixes, some people in the sevens. And because of this, your monthly your monthly cost changes by a few hundred dollars. And a lot of times people get to the get close to the buying process and they're like, "Damn, I really can't afford 18, 19, 2000, 3000 a month, whatever it is that they were going to get and they decide to cancel." So we're seeing nationwide a spike in cancellations, which is to a certain degree it's not always a bad thing for buyers. It's a bad thing for sellers, but it's not always a bad thing for buyers because If you're someone that's buying in the market and there's a lot of cancellations going on, that means there's going to be price reductions that'll be going on throughout the market. Um, We we have a gentleman who was one of uh, our renters in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, He was a football player on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, He was renting one of our units for um, about $3,400 a month townhome in the St. John's Town Center. Real nice spot, three bedroom, three bathroom, two story in um, the title point community. And um he uh he recently decided to build a home in Jack's Beach for 1.25 million dollars, a toll brother home. And um you know, it was a seven, eight, nine month wait time. I think by the time it was all said and done, he was getting ready to move in. It, it turned into a twelve month wait time because builders, um, their supply chain is so backed up trying to get all the raw materials in. And um all of a sudden, that home that he was buying for $1.25 million, he ended up canceling on that home because, as, as his NFL um, finance people told him, they're like, dude, your home's probably not worth $1.25 right now. It's probably worth less than that, maybe $800,000, $900,000, a million, possibly. So he, he ended up canceling on that home. He lost $50,000. Um, that he had put down on that home that he can't get back. But the way he's viewing it is he's like, I'm really losing 250, 300,000, $350,000 on this home. So I might as well just let that 50 grand go and, and take my overall loss and, and just move on, which if the market dips and if it dips for a prolonged period of time, one, two, three, four years. I mean, the guy made the right decision. Now, if the market rallies and goes right back up, he didn't make the right decision, but for him and his point of view, he made the right decision right there for himself. Um, so right now in June, we have 457,000 new family homes available for sale nationwide. That's a inventory increase over a month over month basis. However, according to realtor.com, um, we we still have a nationwide shortage of um homes available for sale. Um if you rewind over the last 12 years, 14 years, um and numerous points over this time, you we had a uh, we had over 1.4 million homes available for sale at at certain periods of time. So, although inventory's going up when you look at it at a long-term perspective, we still have a supply shortage right now. We're just seeing inventory go up over the short term, which, again, is a good thing for people coming into the market who want to buy or who are thinking about buying. We're seeing more and more indicators that the market's getting ready to recorrect itself. Um, and if we want to look at a little bit more data um Redfin reports on a a nationwide scale, there's listing price cuts going on all over the place. Austin, Texas, 48% of all homes available for sale in Austin, Texas, 48% of those homes have undergone a price listing cut. Las Vegas, 44% of all homes listed for sale have gone on a price listing cut. Chicago, 15%, Boise, Idaho, 69%, Anaheim, 30%, San Jose, 32%, Tampa Bay, Florida, 52% of all homes listed for sale have gone on price listing cuts. Where just a few months ago, you had bidding wars going on. Right now, you got listing price cuts that are going on. And it's, it's different geographically. If you look at, if you look at certain cities like Chicago, Newark, New Jersey, um, there's, there's cities like them that were not pandemic buying hotspots whose listing cuts are only on 15, 20% of the homes. When you go to your pandemic buying hotspots, the states that people were trying to get to during the pandemic, Those spots, Boise, Idaho, like I said, 69%, Tampa, 52%, Las Vegas, 44%, Austin, 48%. A lot of those reasons is a lot of investors were buying up area in there. People living out of state were buying up homes in there. People were trying to get there. Virtual workers were going there. And and now what we're seeing is a lot of sellers in those areas are trying to sell, but the demand just isn't there. And in any of those given neighborhoods, you could have anywhere from seven to eight homes available for sale. So people are dropping their prices to try to sell while the market's still at an all-time high. Um, this is something I've taken advantage of. Um, I, I, I kind of seen a little of the dip come and I've released a few of my properties to get out while we're still up here. Um, so again, more signs of a market cooling or going into a possible correction. Um again, other spots Milwaukee, St. Louis, um, you know, they, they haven't seen quite the amount of listing cuts that other cities have seen, but they've still seen 20 percent listing cuts in those cities there. Um, another thing that I'm looking at very closely, if we look at leading indicators, leading market indicators towards um, signs of future things to come, um, mortgage applications. Um, Mortgage applications have fallen to a six-year low and this upcoming Wednesday on the 10th we're going to release, not me obviously, the the nation is going to release their mortgage mortgage application report. So I'm very curious to see on Wednesday what that looks like. I'd expect to see a decline again in mortgage applications. But um, in June we fell to a six-year low on mortgage applications. Um, again, not a bad sign for people looking to come into the market, people looking to buy, showing signs of a dip. However, if you're a seller right now, that means you're going to have to be a little bit more patient as where it might used to have taken you just a couple of days or weeks to sell your home. It could take a little bit longer to sell right now. Um, that's, that's a lot of the data that I had to put out. Um, right now um, in regards to a cooling market. um, Really reviewing, you know, why did cost go up? Obviously, supply and demand always a huge factor, but home builders getting raw materials um, has become over the last two years a lot more expensive for them to go out and purchase raw materials. I expect with interest rates going up, that if they, the interest rates keep going up, raw material prices are gonna continue coming down. Um, and I think we're starting to see a little bit of that in the lumber prices, but um, reasons why it's cost builders more to build their homes. Cancellations, cancellation rates up across the country, something that's very important to keep our eyes on going forward. Um, talking about inventory of homes, inventory of homes at their highest levels Um over the trailing couple of months. Not over the trailing 12 or 24 months, but over the trailing couple of months, inventory levels have hit their highest levels. And then getting into nationwide price cuts. Very interesting to see how those COVID-19 buying hotspots, how they've gone up a lot in cancellations. your areas where people were trying to get out of during COVID-19, while they're experiencing cancellations and price cuts, it's at a much lower level than in certain areas. And then again, um, mortgage applications. Um, interesting to see the the drop off there. Um, that's it. That's everything that I got for you guys on uh, this episode of the podcast. Um, I got another one coming out real soon, um, which talks about some more data, some more leading indicators. So Um, Like and subscribe if you like what I put out. And if there's anything more specific that you would like me to review in that regard, let me know right there.